Tennis.com podcast. And here's your host, Ed McGrogan. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to Tennis.com podcast, special Power Share Series edition. I'm Ed McGrogan, talking with eight-time Grand Slam champion Yvonne Lundell. Yvonne, thank you uh, for coming on the podcast today. No, it's my pleasure. I'm looking forward to talking to you. Uh, good. Um, so you have a pretty busy week this week. It's uh, three straight days. Um, your first match is going to start in Chicago, go to Detroit, end up in Boston, Wednesday through Friday. Um, when it was announced that you were actually stepping in for Jimmy Connors, I think you said that you didn't want to play too much. It's very hard on the body. How much are you planning to play this year, and uh, what kind of training have you been doing? Well, I have spent uh, quite a bit of time on the court this year, Ed, much more than usual uh, uh, because of uh, Andy. Uh, many times I get on the court so we can do drills two-on-one and uh, do certain patterns and so on and so on. And uh, So uh, I, I spent uh, a lot of time on the court, not necessarily moving a lot, but hitting a lot of balls. Yeah, I, I was necessarily going to ask primarily was, if you were doing hitting with some of your contemporaries or if you were getting a little bit of hitting with Andy with all the traveling you were doing with him this year? Yeah, I do a little bit of both. I was in uh, Czech Republic and Holland last year. Visits, last week, visited my parents and played a couple matches in Holland uh, for Paul Harwood and Jako Elting. And, uh, and so I played with some of the older guys. And uh, when uh, when uh, I'm on the tour, I, uh, I hit with Andy uh, quite a bit. And uh, if I have extra time, uh, I hit with some of the other guys. Uh, I hit a lot with Stefanik, actually, because we're good friends. And he likes to practice after his matches in the evening. And that's when I have time. You said Stepanek there, that's correct? Yes. Yeah, well, it's, that's interesting because Stepanek, you know, not that I want to compare Rack Stepanek to John McEnroe, but they do kind of offer two unique games, and it's John who you're going to be playing each night, opening each night. Um, you know, the last time you played him, I believe, was at Madison Square Garden in that match. It was kind of a strange match where he got off to a good start. And he eventually retired after you kind of came back to fight back a little bit. Um, you know, do you remember much from that match? How how do you think you played overall there, actually? Uh, it, it was kind of weird because John uh, hurt himself in the warm-up, and so it, it was very uh, strange, um, you know, trying to see what John can and cannot do on his leg and uh, – and obviously, when he could get to the ball, he hit it well, but uh, his movement was limited, and, and uh, of course, he was hurting, so uh, then he retired. When you when you play John, you know, coming up, he, he's still kind of that crafty and aggressive player. You know, he's obviously, you know, adapting his strategy to what he can do today. But, um, but you know, how about your strategy against him? Has it really is it really going to change much since you guys you know played on tour of course or are you going to kind of uh, kind of adapt to um, you know to what he's doing nowadays? Well, I, I, I don't think they're going to change uh, how we play. I don't think I'm going to serve and volley, and I don't think John is going to hit hard ground stroke. Uh, that's <laughs> that's just not going to happen. However, uh, I think we all have to accept that our limitations uh, to our game with uh, what our bodies can do, but. Uh, as people will see and have seen and the past, well, uh, we, don't, we don't move as well as we did, but we hit the ball up. Right. Sorry about that. Um, I actually want to close mentioning, too, that um, we got word that 
the Yvonne Lendl International Junior Tennis Academy uh, recently had its first student signed to a college. Uh, this is Nick Wilson. He's now going to be playing for Virginia Tech. Um, can you tell us, talk a little bit about the academy, um, kind of your involvement in there, and really how the program has kind of evolved over time? Yeah, it's kind of a fun project. Uh, we started last year uh, with uh, IJTA, International Junior Tennis Academy in Hilton Head, and uh, we grew up to 20 students for the second year. Uh, as you mentioned correctly, Nick Wilson uh, has signed with Virginia Tech, which is uh, fantastic. Nick is uh, from Tennessee. He's a hard worker. He enjoys the game. He has improved a lot last year and had some good results this summer. So uh, it's going going to be great for him to go and uh, be able to study and play tennis at the same time. And uh, I hope there are many, many other students which will follow in his steps. I'm uh, going to kind of rattle off now the three places, like I said, again, that you guys are each playing at. Um, you know, first of all, Wednesday, the 17th at 7.30 in Chicago. That's the Power Chairs QQQ Challenge presented by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Next night, Thursday, the 18th, 7.30, the Champions Classic in Detroit. And it ends on Friday, 7.30, the Staples Champions Cup in Boston. Any one of those you're looking forward to the most to get to the back to those cities? Uh, well, I have friends in Boston and Chicago. I haven't played in Detroit much. I think uh, I played there maybe two or three times. So, uh, but in Chicago, I have friends. I'm looking forward to seeing my buddy Joe Quenville, the coach of the Blackhawks, and uh, hopefully Stan Mikita can come by as well, so we can uh, uh, talk about our golf games uh, when we played against each other on the Celebrity Tour in the past. And uh, uh, looking forward to seeing those guys. I'm sure you're going to find Joel because, uh, you know, as a hockey fan, I kind of know that the NHL isn't doing anything right now. So, uh, for, unfortunately, I got to say. So, um, yeah, I was, uh, I, was that, kidding, I was kidding Joel if uh, he needs tickets or if he can get into his own building these days. But uh, I'm, I'm not sure he thought it was as funny as uh, he thought it was as funny as I did. You know, that's true. I mean, even even the players can't get into their own buildings nowadays. It's amazing what, what's going on there. Uh, like yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's sad. I'm a big hockey fan, and I miss the game. No, me too, and that's what I told John last week, actually. You know, he's a big Rangers fan, too, and I was saying it's, it's good to watch a league that actually has his act together right now, so kind of looking forward to it. Well, let, let, me see, let me see, John, where the, the Rangers jersey when Sammy Kita walked into the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's true. Hey, and the Blackhawks, they had a big Stanley Cup drought, too. I know the Rangers had a long one, but, you know, the, the Hawks still had their, their years, too. Well, they they had long time, but not as long as the Rangers. I believe they went from 67 to uh, uh, a few years back, and, uh, and the Rangers uh, went from 1940 to 1994. So hopefully, hopefully for the Rangers fans, it's not another 48-year I couldn't agree with you more. Ivan, thank you for uh, the talk. I hope we do it again, and I hope NHL's back next time we talk. Thank you, Ed. Talk to you soon. Bye. Sounds good. Thanks again. You've been enjoying Tennis.com's weekly podcast. Thanks for listening. For all the latest news and events, head over to Tennis.com.